everybody, and welcome to another special episode of Soju Chronicles. It's actually not a special episode. I just wanted to call it special because I feel like today's <laughs> a good day, okay? <laughs> American Thanksgiving. And yeah, I'm stressing the American because my Thanksgiving was last month. But it's not just because it's American Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's just a good day. I feel good. Yeah, yeah today that we're recording is American Thanksgiving, everybody. And yeah, as I said, I'm in a good mood. You've definitely had a good day. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome Matt's to the Matt's trying to be shady, but it's cool. It's chill. <laughs> it is what it is. But anyways, uh, let us... Oh, I should do the proper intro. Yes, Soju Chronicles, where we talk about all things anime, mangas, comics, dramas, books, and all the in-betweens. Let's start with what you're drinking. Um... I am drinking, hold on, I have to like get the bottle, well, I did not get the bottle, but I, I can't read. <laughs> I mean, I can read, I just, I'm trying I'm to sure? see if I can, like, if this is how it's supposed to be pronounced, um, because it looks a little bit blurry, so let's see. <clears throat> okay, so I'm drinking... Pensglomia Dutch. Pensglomia Dutch? Pensglomia Dutch, I think is it. Eggnog? Eggnog. I've never had eggnog before. You've never? Really? Yeah. Oh, bitch! Name, the name it's of Pennsylvania. it It's Pennsylvania! <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, anyways. <clears throat> I'm drinking Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. It's made with real dairy cream, rum, brandy, and blended whiskey. Um, what else does the bottle say? It says made and bottled by Fairyland Distillers, and it is 15%. No, 20%. It's 20% alcohol. Okay. Lovely, lovely. Um, this is one of the many things that I'm drinking today. I've been drinking a lot today, guys. <laughs> I don't. We don't even celebrate um, Thanksgiving. I. It's just I get the I get a couple days off, and I love it. Yes, lucky, lucky you. Uh, so I am drinking this White Water Brewing Co. It's called Funky Fresh, and it's kiwi lime sour. And it is 4.6%. And what does it say? Oh, what do you get when you combine tart lime, sweet kiwi, and a sour kick? A funky fresh beer ready for warmer weather. <laughs> it's freezing outside. Uh, best enjoyed, Ooh. funky, cold, and fresh. And it actually tastes really good. Like, I just picked it up because I liked how the can looked. I was going to say, did you just pick yeah. it up again because you liked the can? Yeah, basically, I was at the grocery store um my mom my mom was in line and I was like shit I needed I forgot to get something to drink because we were recording this week so I just ran to the the like alcohol section and I was like okay I picked out two things but my sister drank the other one so this is all I have left but I'm happy she didn't take this one so it tastes good it's mm-hmm. really it really it, it like a lot of times when they say it's like fruit flavored or you know whatever flavored you can taste how artificial it, sound, it tastes um but this it actually tastes pretty organic. I'm surprised. Like, good for you. Whiter was it? White water beer. It's from the Ottawa Valley. 
So, right? In our mm-hmm. nation's capital. All right. Wonderful. Anyways, let us start with our anime, manga, and comic section. Uh, would you like to start? Um, I'll start because I know you, you're about to talk my ear off. So, I I'll go first. <laughs> exactly. I'll go first. So, I watched part one of um, Spy Family or spy x family or whatever yes um yeah i watched part one what don't spoil it too much because i am gonna watch it oh you are gonna i mean there's nothing to spoil there's it's it's just like it's just uh i i would consider it just like a slice of life (laughs) you know what i'm saying okay Um, i wasn't sure but everybody keeps talking about it so i'm gonna get to it yeah it's not like it's 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 i don't get me wrong i love it love it a lot um, I watched part one, so part two is currently airing, and I'm going to wait until it's finished airing, because I think they have, like, I think maybe three or so more episodes um, to air in part two, so the, so I haven't watched, I've only watched the 12 episodes of part one. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Spy Family. In order to maintain the state of peace between the rival nations of Westalis and Ostania, a Westalian agent codenamed Twilight is tasked with spying on Donovan Desmond, leader of the National Unity Party with Ostania. However, due to Desmond being notoriously reclusive, the only way Twilight can get close to him is to enroll a child in the same private school as Desmond's son and pose as a fellow parent. To accomplish this and present the image of a happy family, he creates the alias of Lloyd Forger, adopts a young orphan girl named Anya, and marries a young woman named Yor Briar. However, unbeknownst to him, Anya can read minds and Yor is in fact a professional assassin. Neither Lloyd nor 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 Yor are aware of each other's true identities or that Anya knows their true professions. The family later takes in a dog with precognitive abilities whom they name Bond. Despite these unknown factors and Twilight's occasional lapses of common sense due to years of being a spy, he must learn to play the role of the perfect father and husband in order to carry out his mission. And honestly, that's literally all you need to know about this show because that's literally the show. And it's really good. (laughs) Like... I like you're gonna watch it, so I'm not gonna like say much of what happens, but it's really good. There is something in particular that I'm not gonna I'll just wait until Nat watches that we can actually discuss. But there is something in particular and I'm just like, damn it, Japan, do you have to? Why do you always do this? Like uh, why? Why do you always do this? <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking. <laughs> I already know what you're talking about, actually. So you can might as well just say it, because it's fine. Cause I mean I think it tr- it's it'll be a warning for me going in so like i won't watch and get pissed and stop watching uh, like i'd rather know <laughs> going into it <laughs> Wait, what do you think it is <laughs> um i assume that it's something either super sexual or super incesty i mean those are like <laughs> your favorite things to do so, so basically okay so basically you know like like the description says you know he's a spy and then he adopts this girl and she's a mess but she's like i'm smart like she's actually it's it's really funny it's such a funny show um but you know she like the reason why nor your ended up needing a partner is because she had lied and said that she was going on like she was dating somebody right and mm-hmm. it's because her brother like she's a younger brother and he's super protective of her or whatever so then you know whatever they find out that she's dating and the younger brother is like jealous because he's in love with her and i'm like what is with japan and incest like 
Japan. They, they don't even Japan. call it that. They just say like there's a like was it like sister lover or something like that? Like there's an actual like not <laughs> incesty term for it in Japan because it's actually its own genre of like <laughs> of mangas and show like just it's its own genre of things. Basically people like these guys being so in love with their siblings. It's very strange. Yeah, it was weird. Like, even because I, as I was watching that episode, you know, before they revealed that, you know, he the reason why he's acting that way is because he's in love with her. I was like, oh my God, are you in love with your sister? And sure enough, I was correct. <laughs> he is in love with his sister. Um, so even though the, to the point where even somebody was like, you need to like let your sister marry this man and be happy and stop being weird. And I'm like, yeah, please do. But yeah, no, it's actually really fun. I'm not going to say anything else because you're going to watch it, but it's a really fun show. Love it. I'm actually going to read the uh, manga because I was like, oh, this is like, just like, you know, I just like the idea of these, the fact that obviously, you know, Lloyd is obviously falling in love with your too. And it's like, oh, they're, she's like, oh, he's a psychiatrist. You know, I, I'm a bad wife, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he's like, oh, she's just a, you know, public service. And, you know, they're literally killers. You know what I'm saying? But it's good. I, I would get, I mean, I can't rate it. I can't rate part one because it didn't really end at like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really like a, oh, this is the end of part one type thing. It just very clearly was like, they probably like a 24 um, episode anime and they just split it in like to air part like 12 episodes first and then the other 12 episodes because like the the set because like part one ended at just like a I think like a natural pause in the that series. they could go on break like a mid-season finale essentially is what I would say yeah okay. that's what it is yeah that's what we can describe it but definitely loved it I had so much fun watching it, and I'm excited for the remaining episodes to air so that I can watch the other ones. Because I watched it in, obviously, like, half a day, because it was 12 episodes. So. Yeah, they they go real quick. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, So, you know, in now they call them Kurs, right? Like, that's probably not how you pronounce it. It's like C-O-U-R. Core? Core? I don't know. Um, But that's what they call them now, so they, like... You know, the Japanese, they're very great at organizing things. So, like, now it's, like, four cores a year, and it's, like, seasonal, right? Like, every three months. Mm. And so if they say, like, a show is one core, it's just that one three-month run. If they say it's, like, double core, it's, like, two three-months run um, without any break. And then there's another term I can't remember where it's, like, um, the core, a break, for those three months of the core again and a break so that's how they're describing seasons now like they don't say like series one or season one anymore it's just like like um for bleach i realized that it's supposed to be four cores and the first core is 13 episodes and there's breaks in between the cores so this fucking show is gonna go on forever um Mm -hmm. because if you think about it if they're doing breaks between the cores that means that's most likely like a three-month break at the minimum in between these 13 episodes and that's probably like four cores at 13 episodes which is about 52 episodes for this last season that is like like i mean i don't know maybe the the next the next three cores are shorter but that's what it's Mm -hmm. kind of petering out to be so i don't know i think they they're doing a bit too much in my personal opinion um but yeah that's how they're doing these seasons now like back in the day they'd have 25 episodes for that series or whatever it would all mm-hmm. air and you'd be good to go now it's like core this core that i don't know they're doing too much um <laughs> they're doing way too much uh okay but yes yay good for you um 
I watched some things. Um, I did not get caught up in Bleach because Rukia is not going to be in... Well, she hasn't really been featured until the next episode. So I was like, okay, then I'll get caught up in Bleach. It's not that serious for me. But I did end up watching the more Ashley animes than I expected to watch. Uh, so I started watching Backstreet Idol, Backstreet Girls, uh, because I wasn't at the time I had nothing else to watch, and I was just like, I need something so to watch to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, this show is fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so <laughs> let me the plot. <clears throat> After an unspecified major failure, Yakuza underlings Kintaro Ryo and Kazuhiko are forced by their boss, Unugani, to either commit seppuku, seppuku, which I think is like, and sell their organs, which is like that, you know, suicide, um, or go to Thailand to undergo sex, reassignment, surgery, and train to become idols. They choose the latter and debut as Ali, Mari, and Chika, the the Goku dolls. They suffer abuse from Inugani as he trains them to become idols. Still, their hearts are Yakuza and their brotherhood is strong. Um, it was messed up. Like, first, Unugani basically beats <laughs> them up every episode first. Like, that's, like, what you need to know first. Oh so, God. he beats them up every episode. They are, like, men. Literally, like, when they're on stage, they're, like, you know, they do what they have to do, but in like when they're by themselves they're like yakuza men so they're like you know their legs are open they're playing cards drinking like they're doing all this stuff and they but they like it's really weird how fucked up this show was like to the extent where like um multiple people in this series from different mafia like within their com- their yakuza group i guess and like other mafia groups do get reassignment like surgery as well to turn them into girls but it's like fucked up like one dude discovers his girl his his brother is in love with him but as the girl him and literally is wearing like underwear with her face on it and like it's so weird and like one of them had like <clears throat> anal issues or something <laughs> oh my god japan 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 <laughs> and like it was like they had like problems back there um that not had nothing to do with like sexual things or anything like that it was more like they they get like warts or something back there i don't know but there was one scene (laughs) oh my god it's so gross oh my god i can't even describe it just know um there was blood involved i was just like i it is really really gross and like um like everything you think about like how gross and like raw and like kind of uncouth men are like that's what this drama is but like it's pretty young girls because that's what they look like you know as as these idols um while they're like navigating the idol world so they never eat they literally get Mm -hmm. by with like these iv drips um they get jealous and they like right they have regular idol problems like they get jealous when other people get like when they show their gifts one girl will never gets gifts she only gets letters and then one one of the girls gets luxury gifts and the whole episode was how jealous they were of each other's gifts um and like 
<laughs> like, if, I'm sorry. Do not watch this this thinking like it's going to be not gross. Just just know that, okay? I mean, <laughs> there literally is a scene when they had been turned into girls and they were like, we're still men. Pee like men. And they were literally outside peeing like men. And I was like... <clears throat> <laughs> I was so stupid. And then there's like an anti-fan club set up by the Yakuza boss's wife because she's like a traditional Japanese singer and she's losing her popularity to them so, and she thinks that her husband's cheating on her with them and he he's not cheating at, at all he loves his wife okay uh, but she sets up like this anti-fan group for them like there's so much going on and it was really really fucked up but I will say like I, even with all of that it kind of had hurt like these dudes were like real friends to each other and they were really loyal to their um they the whole reason they like they fucked up is that they went after some people they just shouldn't have gone after and they're mm-hmm. got not the uh, top boss but like their mentor in the gang went to jail for them and but like they're so loyal to him till the very end right like so whenever they lose hope they think about the boss and how you know he inspired them to be the best yakuza that they could be and it's just like so mm-hmm. so funny because they're so stupid but it's yeah I, it, in the midst of all of that there is a little bit of hurt but i don't know i like <sighs> I don't know how that got written and how it got adapted and then how Netflix bought it. I just don't, I'm trying to connect those dots and I'm not really able to connect them. But anyways, out of 10. I mean, I feel like Netflix buys like everything though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Out of 10, it's hard because I do think it's a really well-made anime. Like I think the story too is very true to like how idols are treated, you know, whether they're like, you know, created through type sex changes or not um but i could never like i could never watch this again so i'm gonna give it like a five i think that's fair um okay okay so then i also watched ido and or ido and this okay so the summary in the distance feature the discovery of the new mineral or chalk uh, has allowed humanity to expand beyond the solar system. On the constant lookout for Orichalt, humanity has developed iMachines, giant robots that can operate in extreme environments. iMachines function by using it to transfer the human pilot's consciousness into the robot's operating system. In that sense, the human becomes the machine. While Alliance Academy student Maya Mikuri is in the middle of operating an iMachine, she gets involved in an incident with mining pirates and ends up serving as a crew member on their mining spaceship. Soon after, she and the rest of the crew begin to discover that the government has been hiding secrets about destructive forces concerning this mineral. Worse, these same forces are on the verge of destroying human civilization, and the crew might be the only ones who can stop them. Okay, so basically, uh, Maya Mercury is a student who is, has a knack for astrogeology, which is like really great because obviously they're a mining company, and that's you know they need somebody like that. And Mm -hmm. she gets, like, picked up by this mining crew, and there's a whole bunch of people, and they're all, like, in these machines, and she's in her machine, and, you know, everything is, like, weird, but, you know, whatever. And, you know, as she gets to know them, she realizes that, like, some of these, like, they all are in the machines. Like, they're not, like, she goes back to her body, 
these people do not go back to their bodies. <laughs> they are like, their consciousness is like in the machines and they have no body to go back to. And so they're called Evertrancers. And there's Ido, there's Rick Bayer, and there's Carla, and there's Grayman and his daughter. So his daughter, Claire Hojo, um, is she does have a human body so she is like the only other person who you see like as a human being and they even have like a little dog type machine thingy that's clearly an animal but like it's also an ever transfer so you think okay so it's like a a nice little mecca thing you know they're gonna be mining and you know dealing with that all of a sudden something called rajiv is like literally chasing them around um and trying to destroy them and like breaking the laws of physics as they are and they're like what the fuck so they're mining they got this really big piece of child, and they're like and they find a little girl in there and she's you know surviving in space and they're like okay so they keep the girl and they try to take care of the girl but now this Rajiv thing is chasing after them and then they have these like military bodies that are also trying to get to them and to her and so you find out it's like a big conspiracy and how like the Orcha, like, yes, they need it to survive in space. Without it, humanity is just fucking stuck. But Rajiv is, like, this thing that is not going to stop going after them. And, you know, they keep referring to Rajiv like it's a god. And, like, it's, like, mm-hmm. the god, god of destruction, whatever. Only to find out that some ancient civilization created Rajiv to pick up trash, which was this Orchal thing. So it's a trash compactor. That has been chasing them for like 12 episodes. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So then we find out more about the machine, the Evertrancers. So Rick Ayer was like a race car driver and he got into an accident that ruined his body. And we find out that he's not even like the real Rick. He's like a backup of Rick. So that's, he's, he ain't got a body to go back to. He's fine. Uh, Carla was like a broker whose body was destroyed, you know, while they were doing business stuff. And she gets her body back. So she just, like, after this whole thing, she goes on with her life and, you know, becomes a a boss bitch. Um, Gray Man is, like, he used to be in the military and he decided, and he, like, fucked up real bad and, like, 400 people died. So he's, like, that dude, I ain't that dude anymore. I'm this dude. So he's staying in his machine. And then they pick up um, one of the military, like, generals or whatever. They capture her, and then she decides to stay with them. And she falls in love with Rick. And I'm like, Rick is a copy of a copy, and he don't have a body. So how does that work? But she's in love with him, and he's in love with her. So I was like, you know what? Live your life, okay? Um, And then Ido is, like, the star of this main attraction. And here is where I was pissed. So Ido, voiced by Todd Haberkorn, Sir, you have a great voice. I was like, okay, Ido's gonna find his body. He's gonna be fine as hell. Ido gets his body. Ido is not fine. <laughs> Ido is not fine at all. I was <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Get back in your machine, sir. <laughs> and we find out, like, this whole thing came about. The little girl got caught in that um, Rajiv thing because they, he's the one who created this whole. Um, process of like sinking your body into the machines right into the eye machines and him and this woman who was in love with him and his partner who's also another scientist who was in love with her um they were doing it because her daughter was sick and they wanted to move her consciousness into a machine so that she could live on forever 
and it came out that like you know she was like failing her body was failing and so they like said fuck we you know we haven't figured it out but let's just do it and that's how she like became a new thing of orchel and that's how like rajiv got her and all this shit and so um after that um the guy the business partner his former business partner was like pissed because he's like she, you know she's in love with you and now all of a sudden like you know you fucked up and you took her daughter and blah 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 you're irresponsible so he traps um ito into the machine into like one of those machines that don't move they just like mm-hmm. works and then ito saved himself but then ito got amnesia so he didn't remember and they found out that the their other partner i think her name was no alice was a little girl i think her, her name was like claire or something like that i don't know but the alice's mom was like went after went into Rajiv to save her daughter so their consciousness was also trapped in there and so he this former business partner was after them as well it was like a lot of drama very sciencey like more sciencey than I'm normal than I'm used to okay uh yeah more sciencey than I'm used to and then um the end happens where Ido teaches Rajiv that there's other civilizations out there and that he can stop collecting garbage, I guess. And, you know, Alice and her mom and the business partner, they they stay. Their consciousness stays inside that Rajiv thing. And that's how they pass off. And then Ido's like, I am not that man anymore. I am this machine. And I was like, thank God I don't have to look at that man anymore. <laughs> I like this machine. <laughs> Let's continue with this machine. And so, <laughs> so they just continued going around mining shit i guess i don't know it it was not bad like it was actually really interesting until i realized that the big bad was a fucking trash collector and then i was like oh <laughs> but you know the, the fact that humanity you know is doing all it can you know to collect literal garbage is not surprising to me so i was like okay i'll give you that um, but yeah, I liked Ito. Um, I would give it a seven out of ten. It was it was it was an interesting ride, I will say. Okay, so lastly, um I started Gundam's Mobile Seat Gundam, The Witch for Mercury, and it's the latest installment in the um Gundam series. And it's actually the first one to have, like, a solo female protagonist. And Gundam series has been around since, like... You know, I saw that. I saw it on Netflix, too, and I almost watched it. Is it on Netflix? It's not on Netflix for me. Oh, it's on Netflix for me, so... Shit. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, Unless I was seeing something else, but I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix. Anyways, continue. Yes. So, uh, basically... uh, So, okay, I thought it was done, but it's not done. So, I'm actually really sad about it because it's really really good so i'm just gonna give you a little overview so i never have to do it again anyways so (laughs) this starts in the distance future as all as they always do humanity has advanced into space and switched to new calendar system of ad stella i mean you don't really need to know that if you're into them because they all have their own like little calendars okay so the solar system was split between spatians and earthians and the inhabitants of space colonies and earth with a vast economic inequality between the two. Yes, so Spatians are mad rich and they're jerks. Just know that. Then uh, Vanity's Institute created an advanced man-made machine called Guns, short for Gundam, clearly, which would enable humans to survive in the harsh environments of space. So basically it's the same shit as the iMachines and Idol, where you sync into the machines so that you don't have to be like out in space. 
so you don't have to factor in like people needing to breathe and eat and all that kind of stuff you just have the machine do the work and you sink in you sink out whatever right but unlike in idols world where the eye machines worked the gun system didn't so the gun system like murked everybody who they tried to sink with it and it literally like there was graves of people who had died right so um the mobile seat development council ordered a permanent ban on the development of gun format with the councilman member Deleng Rembrandt deployed the special forces team to destroy everybody at this Vanda's Institute who was creating these, these machines and like doing all the tests and stuff like that. And so basically Deleng is like an ex-military guy and he was all like, mm, this is murdering a lot of people. I don't like it. I don't like what you guys are doing. So I'm going to shut you guys down. And you know how I'm going to protect human life? I'm going to get a team to come in and murder all of you. And that's what the team does. The team just goes in and murders everybody, okay? And so um, two people survive, and that's um, Suleta Murphy, whose real name is Irich Samaya, and her mom, um, who's called Prospera Mercury now, but her name was Eleonora Samaya, and her mom was the pilot. And basically, her mom just couldn't sync with this machine. Like, it just wasn't happening. Um, but Saleta was able to. So the machine saved them. And her dad, oh, Nadim, oh, they were such a cute family. Her dad, like, died basically trying to, like, get them, give them time so that they can run, they can leave. So they left. They went to Murphy. She trained on this Gundam. And basically, her mom sent her to this school. And it's the Estikasia School of Technology from, and she is there and basically <laughs> so at this school it's like a, it's like a high school so she's 17 i don't know what that means in anything but it is a high school and then basically um the first day she goes she sees somebody outside and she's like oh my god they're out in space they're gonna die i have to save them so she saves them and it's Mironi rembrandt who's Deleng rembrandt remember the jerk who murdered everybody yeah that's his daughter and so she was trying to run away because she's been trying to get to Earth because she hates everybody and she hates him and blah, blah, blah. You know, she's a rich girl with problems. Like Blair under like Blair from Gossip Girl. <coughs> Gossip yes. Girl. Yes. So she saves her and they have like this frenemies thing at the beginning. And allegedly at the school, the only way people solve problems is through duels. Because you know what? In Shonen, there has to be a reason to fight. So the reason to fight is to solve all problems, clearly. So she ends up fighting this one guy, uh, Ghoul, and he's the holder. So he's like the best pilot, and she beats his ass soundly. And basically, whoever is the holder is becomes the fiancé of Miorini. So basically, her and Miorini are, are engaged in the first episode. So this thing mm -hmm. starts off real gay, and it stays pretty gay for, mo for most of it. I'll be very honest, oh, okay? Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even though technically they're not like you can tell they're, they're not like she already has like two love interests so let her like has two love interests already set up but Mirini from like she comes out she's like you're my fiance you have to do what i say or she's like um the last episode that aired um Suleta was gonna get murdered and her suit was gonna take get taken away and Miorini was like not my fiance no you will not and she stepped up so i'm thinking it's kind of gay but i don't know Anyways, so all you need to know is that the school is like every other school. The Spatians are jerks. Literal, like, they bully these Earthlings. Like, I'm just like, why won't you guys fight them? But then I realized, like, obviously, there's so much politics involved because all the, like, Spatian kids are, like, part of the um, Benarut group, which um, 
Miranis' father, he's the president, and basically they're all the major companies. You can only make mobile dolls and any sort of technology through this company. So, like, and everybody on the company, like, everybody in the company who's high enough, who has kids in their schools, is actively trying to kill this man or dethrone him. So there's, like, a lot of, like, politics going on in this side, in the back, and just, like with everything that's going on plus these kids are like you know they're actually like they're 17 they're 18 they're kids right so they're just trying to make their way and you know do the things and the fights are amazing the suits are amazing her suit ariel looks like wing zero i think from gundam wing and so i love it already the graphics are amazing go is so funny like of course i would love the man who's a bully so basically i'll just <laughs> I, actually, I actually really like both of her love interests so let's like her love interest so far i actually like both of them so ghoul you see he he got his ass beat by suleta twice okay so the first time is the first time he was like bullying mariana like uh marioni sorry and he was like you know you're gonna come to my house if i have to trash your greenhouse i'm gonna do it so you can come to my house because you're my fiance blah blah, blah. so he's a big jerk and so Selena's like, no, you're going to apologize to me. And they're like, okay, well, you know how you settle things here. She's like, by talking? And they're like, no, we got to battle it out. So they battled it out and she beat his ass. And then his dad is like a, t- a total bitch. And try- was like, oh, this is, um, this whole thing, it was illegal because she- she's a Gundam. But they kind of, her mom kind of proved that it wasn't a Gundam. So then he's like, we have to do a rematch. So they did a rematch. Selena beat his ass soundly again. This man, this man, why did I come out the suit talking about, will you marry me? And now he's in love with her, okay? Because I maybe he, he has a degradation kink or something, but he got his ass beat twice by her, and now he's in love with her, okay? But Sulela, Suleta is actually into um, another person at the school, Elan Sarris, who's also connected to one of the companies. And he's all, you know, he's like the sundry guy. Like, he's cold as ice and, you know, Nobody knows anything about him and he's secretive, but he's powerful. And he, you know, all the girls want him. The guys are jealous of him and also terrified. And so that was like, oh, he seems so sad. I need, I need to break his armor. I need to get inside to the real Elen. So we find out Elen is actually a fucking clone. Like this man is not even like the real Elen. He's a clone who's been enhanced to work with a, one of the Gundam machines that his company kept. They were supposed to have destroyed them they kept them so he's not even the real man and here's the thing where i'm confused because when alan real alan was talking to clone alan real alan was like do you want your face back and then fake alan before he died he had a memory that wasn't connected to alan so i'm like wait a minute is he a clone or did they take somebody and like change his face to make him the new elaine I don't know. But anyways, he was really happy because he thought that they were the same because she has a Gundam. But then he realized that she actually sings properly and she's a human being with like loved ones and family and friends. And he ha- he he don't have any of that stuff because he's just this enhanced tool that they use. Right. So um, it's, it was really sad because I was actually rooting for them by this time. I was like, it's OK if he's a clone. They can still be together. And he was all like. You know, like, their whole thing was, like, she was, like, you know, when's your birthday? We can make today your birthday. If you don't know, if you've never had one, we can make today your birthday. Um, And that's how she beats him, basically, in the battle, whatever. But, and they were supposed to meet to kind of celebrate his birthday. But because he failed, they killed him. They're, like, ooh, we have a spare. We don't need you anymore. And they just killed him. (laughs) So 
I was very heartbroken. And of course, Gua was super jealous when she was dated, when she went on her quote-unquote date with Alad. I'm like, Gua, sit down, please. Like, <laughs> but I like him. I really do like him. He got, because he lost so badly three times, um, his dad kicked him out of the family and disinherited him and basically said, look, I paid for the rest of your fucking tuition. Don't talk to me ever again. So now he's like a bum-ass bitch. So he's probably going to join them because they're, Soleta and all her friends are broke. So he's probably going to join their crew. And who knows? Maybe something will come out. I don't know. I kind of like that. I'm kind of shipping everybody. I like these kids. They're fun. So I'm going to continue watching. Only seven episodes have aired. It's supposed to be 25 episodes for the season in two cores. So I don't know if there's going to be like the first season, the first core is going to be 13 or 12 episodes. And then the rest is going to be the second core. I don't know how that's going to air, but it's still currently airing right now. And episode eight should be airing soon. I think it's on the same kind of schedule as Bleach, actually. So, yeah. I'm actually really enjoying it. I love it. I'm very excited that I started this because I wasn't sure if I was going to start another Gundam series. The ones on Netflix are really bad. <laughs> like, do not ever watch Iron Blood Orphans. That is all about child exploitation. And it really fucked me up when I tried to watch it. I was like, oh, I can't watch. This is too dark for me. Like, way too dark. So, um, but this one is good. Don't watch Unicorn either. Unicorn is a confusing if you don't haven't watched the first one. Actually, you know what? There's only, for me, there's only those two types of, of Gundam. There's a, like stuff connected to the very first series or Unicorn or Iron Blood Orphans. And I would say don't watch any of them. Those are like the worst ones. So, <laughs> okay. Only watch Gundam Wing. Watch, um, oh, oh, I think, oh, eight, two. And maybe Zeta too. Watch those ones. Don't watch. Don't watch what's on Netflix because it, it doesn't seem like Netflix has made a good choice with the Gundam stuff that it has bought. But anyways, yes, that's it. <clears throat> okay. Not as, I didn't talk as much as I thought I would, so I'm I'm kind of. Bitch, you talked for almost. You talked for like thirty minutes. What are you talking about? I did not because we're at thirty eight minutes. So <laughs> yeah, no way exactly. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what I'm telling you. I only spoke for like eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> well, we are done. So let us move on to dramas. Um, so we watched. We I'm both. Just, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like. Have you watched anything else? Then no. I t- well, oh, I mean, I told you that. Well, okay, everybody. <clears throat> here's how. Here's what happened. Right. So I had my intention was to give was to like come back and have finished um romance of tiger not why do i keep saying romance of tiger rose romance of the little forest that was fully my intention however you see what had happened was (laughs) that i i like i'm enjoying it still for what it is currently it's amazing but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. Like, I only care about what's going on with, like, our main couple. Like, I don't really care about anybody or anything else. And so, I'm, like, very eh. But they're so cute, guys. They're literally the cutest fucking couple ever. And I love them. And I want them to be eternally happy in everything that they do. Because they deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve all the happiness in the world. What? Why that's, are you laughing? That's, 
Because it's absolutely like, absolutely like me in Bleach. I'm like, you know, I'm enjoying it, but I'm only going to watch when Rukia is on screen. So, <laughs> well, I just keep, I like, so right now we're at the point in the story that it's just like so stupid and irritating to me personally, mm-hmm. which is just mm-hmm. like, so they both like each other. They both know that they like each other, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody has like made a move yet type thing situation is going down Mm -hmm. um the thing is though that the thing is though that like she doesn't know that he is going away so he's actually um he's like he's a professor so i guess he's going abroad to like something for um work and she doesn't know that so it's like you know that's obviously going to be something when that comes around so, um, I think that's what's gonna happen in the next few episodes. They're gonna break up, and so as usual, I get a little eh when it comes to breakup. But they're really so yeah. cute, guys. Like the way he looks at her, it just makes my heart melt. Like, Aww. like this is one of my favorite stylings of Feng Shang because he's just so hot. Like he's just so hot, and then he just looks so hot. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, and I know you're laughing because you're just like, what is Nikki on? And it's like, (laughs) you don't understand that. Like, the level of hotness that he is right now is, it's unquenchable. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, so that's it for me. I, I will finish watching some things that I need to watch though, for sure. Okay. For sure. Because I have like a lot that I haven't watched yet, but that I haven't finished yet. And I said I was going to do uh, first impressions, but clearly that didn't happen. So that's how, that's how we're doing. <laughs> Anyways. Blue Whisperer. <laughs> Blue. No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, guys. We watched like three episodes of Blue Whisperer. And. Oh, no. We watched more because we watched last oh, week too, right? It's so lame. Yeah, we did. We watched it like. Matter. I don't know. Like Eight. four. It doesn't matter. Nothing really happened doesn't. in what we so, watched. Yunhee? hasn't died yet like she's been she's been dying. dying for like five years now it's been at least 15 episodes 20 episodes of her dying and she this bitch ain't dying yet like we literally every episode that she's still alive we're like why how what is how are you still on? alive because she's so insufferable that we just need her to die and be reborn and be a better person at this point so she's quote-unquote dying um people in in the north abyss are turning against your boy um changi because he clearly still loves this woman and um orihimi or the orihimi of the place who's the fox king's daughter she's all jealous because she's in love with him and she you know even though this man has not given her any sign that he's into her like at all she is still literally so he's not giving him. her any sign even to the point where she she made her father believe that they were like secretly engaged okay people and so her dad you know on her behalf got mad because he's still in love with young he even though like because his dad doesn't her dad doesn't know her dad doesn't know she's being you know pathetic and a loser like he doesn't a loser know. like a literal loser it's like you're being like, a loser ass bitch like she's a loser guys it's giving us both <clears> secondhand <throat> embarrassing embarrassment at this point we're just like i cannot watch this anymore because it's so embarrassing like i feel so embarrassed for her so then now her 
and her and Renji, her her cousin, <laughs> like <laughs> <clears throat> they tried to fight Yunhee, and Yunhee didn't even fight back. She was just defending um her brother who's in love with her, and but because she has the tail of the nine fox, it protected her and killed the demon fox king. So now there's all this strife and problems and shit like that. On top of that, you know Yunhee, um sorry the thousand flower valley is like trying to fight them because they have to because of the frost marks and so like i do feel like i feel it in my bones that young is going to die soon but we'll see like she was supposed to die a long time ago so we don't know well but she, she's definitely like looking real haggard lately and like really, yeah that's true. with the whole murmur here's my thing and I was saying it to that. The problem with this show is that they don't got no chemistry. And so I just, right. I could not care less. Not, like, there were so many, quote unquote, emotional moments. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> like, there were literally so many scenes of him, like, of them making out. And we were just like, eh. Is that what we call it? Because I feel like their lips do Well, not, not making out. But that's what I'm yeah. saying, though. But you yeah. know that the whole point of that scene is to be like, yeah, oh, your sh- our ship is... Touching lip, but instead yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, can we just get this over with? And yeah, yeah. Once again, so much more chemistry than everybody but her. For the lot, for, for for as long as I'm watching this, I'm going to keep saying. First of all, Shindy Fairy is literally like um Christy Goo. That's her name. Yeah. She's literally the best actress on this entire show. She's hard carrying this whole drama. She's literally carrying it on her back. And I know her back be hurting because she's eating everybody up in like every scene that she does. Yeah. Like so right now she's playing that um the love of the heavenly master's life, the one that died, the the whole reason he's decided yeah, to Yeah, like, the whole reason he's a dick. Most. Because it's yeah. only when men when men see, when women suffer heartbreak, right? We create a hobby you know some people become singers like when women suffer heartbreak they become singers like and write shitty songs about like a million and one songs about their boyfriend aka taylor swift you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but when men get heartbreak they want to burn the world down and kill everybody in it and literally go murder people for funsies do you know this for fun you know just for fun yep yep and like even his point like his like when we got his backstory it was like so anticlimactic and so stupid. I was just like, okay, so basically, the Heavenly Master and Ningying take a shot every time that says so. Basically, <laughs> this is our new drinking game that I've decided for our blog. Okay. Um, in for not for a podcast in which. Every time you sit down to listen to a Soju Chronicles podcast, yes. take a shot every time Nat is explaining something and she goes, so basically, yes. okay? Okay. So basically, now you have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what happened is that um, the the Phoenix, her love, the love of her life was like the old heavenly master and um, the love of the current, hev- like, Shundi Fairy's original form. Uh, she was the master of the the Thousand Valley place, and basically, uh, she defended 
<laughs> the man she defended that um the the phoenix and her lover and they the the masters or the old people in that valley were like ooh that's a bad choice we're so we're just randomly going to torture you and kick you out so then she and um old heavenly master dude were living together and they were having a happy life and whatever and traveling and stuff like that and some be- some evil spirits came and he decided the best thing to do was to leave her knowing that she lost half of her power um <laughs> so he could run and get help and then when he came back obviously she was dead because she didn't even try to fight them they just the spirits just ate her up like she was just standing there like letting them do it it was really strange and so he on his deathbed he on her deathbed he was like oh you know it's not my fault for not protecting you. It's everybody's fault <laughs> that you died. So I'm going to blame everybody. So he killed his friend and he set up the 10 formation thingy to like lock up the Phoenix uh, so that they wouldn't get a happy ending. Cause he was like, your love has done all of these bad things. And then that's when he came up with the frost mark. And now he's trying to like bring chaos into the world. And I was just like, this is the dumbest fucking reason to be mad at people like none of these people did anything to you sir like not a one so yeah this drama just gets dumber and dumber like they literally spend, as the episodes go on yep they spend so much time talking because there's so much exposition when they could kind of just the show dialogue the yeah. dialogue oh my god there's so much talking and the thing is so much exposition the reason that they don't sh- like I mean, they might say, like, we don't have time to show you all this thing, so we're going to do all this heavy exposition. But I'm like, you do have time, because what are you wasting the time on? We're wasting it on, um, what's her name, Sunni, going to get a fucking flower and waiting for it to mature and running into the Heavenly King and his people. Literally. Her, her Lynx guy follow him, follow her with Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Like, what? Like, none of that has any bearing on anything. Literally. <laughs> so... It was like every time I see a character, a side character, I'm like, oh yeah, they're still around. Right, right, right. And also, too, we're finishing we it though because, like, at this point, we're yes, we're we compelled to because we're just like, we cannot fathom what is happening. No, <laughs> no, and I don't think the chemistry will ever improve. No, Chinese, it's not going to Chinese improve. Still fine, but like here, one of the things I really, 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 really hate in romances is when there's a miscommunication issue and the thing is the but this okay here's this thing dumb there's there's literally no need for this miscommunication like zero need for this miscommunication yeah and a matter of fact there's not it's not i wouldn't even call it a miscommunication i would just call it that this bitch just don't want to open her mouth and tell him like just fucking tell him like there's she, no miscommunication. She's, so, she's just so annoying. Like, I can't wait for her to me. die because I'm hoping that when she dies and comes back, she'll have a better personality because what she's working with right now is so annoying. Like, she's she's so full of herself and just oh, so yes. insipid. Like, in every way, I'm just like, get off my fucking... Like, oh, this is like the worst character I've ever seen the rubber play. Like, and I know people... like. I don't know. I, I'm like trying to decide like do, which do I prefer when she's playing like the giddy edited stupid characters or this haughty self-assured one. And you know, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say cuz I don't want to get sued. So, we'll we'll <laughs> circle back to this offline. 
But yes. this character, yeah. she, like, every time she opens her mouth, I'm just like, shut up. Like, shut up. Because, like, why do you always think you're the smartest in the room? She always thinks she's the smartest and she always fucks up. That's the thing. It's not even the fact that she always thinks she's the smartest in the room, but she always loses at the end. So, like, clearly you're not that smart if this is all happening. And you have this fine-ass man who is, like, here for you and he's literally t- begging you to be honest about your feelings and you're just like i cannot i am dying soon but bitch you've been dying for 20 episodes you could have been banging that dude this whole time just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there because that's what i would have been doing so i don't know like these people are dumb they're just dumb, dumb. so dumb so. <laughs> like this like you can tell like this script is just being so like if i were to compare it to right similar um not I'm not gonna compare it to um Love Between Fairy and Devil because that was just like a romance drama. Like there was really nothing to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um if I compare this to like a ten miles of Peach Blossom where they're they do like once again the plot the whole premise is about the love story, but you know, they have like their different trials and all that stuff. Um with Ten Miles of Peach Blossom, we could see that there was a clear story and a clear direction of why this and this and this. Like, this is kind of running as, like, a palace drama with Ashansha, but, like, not a good palace drama because it's, like, these things are just things that nobody... Like, the conversations, it's just, like, it's so expository. And, like, in Ashansha, like, it shouldn't be ex- as expository. Like, if you're watching, like, a palace drama, okay, yes, be expository because, like, you can't really... You can't do much, but this is a whole fantasy drama. Also, I hate the color palette for these episodes. Like, yeah. it's so dry it and drab and boring. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's not given what the first episodes was given. Like, we had vibrant, beautiful color colors. Like, and I know she's dying or whatever, so that might be a reason why. But it's just so, like, it, like the storyline right now is depressing. And then the fucking coloring is depressing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's because also they're in the North Valley, um, the North Abyss, sorry, and it's like. But that's what. But I've seen, I've seen, like, color, like I've seen people do color with the snow. Yeah. I just also think it's the costuming of the North Abyss people, like. Yeah, it's very drab, like the Thousand Valley Valley people, like citizens, like they are, you know. They're bright, and then they have that lush greenness because it is, like, a spring kind of environment. So it is, like, so much more colorful, whereas, like, the... Um, because... I guess it's because they have to layer, so they have to yeah. make it look... But also, it's just, like, it just looks like... Like, no, and this is no disrespect, so nobody come for me. But, like, it looks like, you know, those homeless people that have on, like, 50 right. layers of clothes. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Kanye West, Um, his his um clothing line you know when they did that whole like like um, yes zombie apocalypse one that's what it reminded me of actually when i saw it at first i'm like why are everybody dressed like they're in regs oh i didn't get it but you know they are a poor tribe so maybe that's why uh don't look like there's a lot of money there so mm -hmm. but yeah it's happening guys we're gonna finish it don't worry and then we'll we are because like we have to finish it because we want to know what the fuck this story is yeah, I mean, hopefully she dies in the next couple episodes. I think that will definitely... She will. Out. Remember I told you I saw the thumbnail of, like, yeah. episode 33, and she had, like, a terrible haircut, so she obviously died. Thank yeah. God. 
But this is also the thing. Like, if you're telling me your main character is going to die, like, why is it? Why? Because remember, like, she was dying from part one, bro. From like episode 15 of part one. So it's been 15 episodes of you telling us this bitch is about to die. Ashley, if we're honest, she's been dying since the first episode because of the frost mark. So. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's our. lovely fun-filled viewing of blue whisperer we're on episode 30 so we have 12 episodes left to go but we're gonna get there we're gonna get there all right is it 12 i thought it was yeah yeah it is 12 right yeah well i don't know honestly i don't know i just forget all the time because it's a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so books I only read one book, guys, because mostly because I've been watching a lot of anime. But um, I was surprisingly a very good book. So I don't know why she said. I don't know why she said. Oh, because she's she's a liar. It's because she spent all of last week reading um, Rukia and Ichigo fanfic on Ao3. <laughs> yeah, too. I'm calling you out. <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay, what you read? Tell me what you read. So I did. Okay, so I read something that was actually really quick, but surprisingly, surprisingly, it only took me eleven or twelve of these abduction ass books from Ella Maven to actually find a really good one that feels unique and original. So all the other books were about these abducted women and the Drixonians, who were those blue dudes, and they were all like, you know, uh. You know, we mate once every generation, but every single human woman they met, they mated to, and you know, they did blah blah blah. So they all had like very similar stories. Like I'm gonna be honest, they had very similar stories. They were captured, sold into like some sort of slavery, and then they like um, the dudes were also like either enslaved or experimented on or something like that. And you know, they had to like get to know each other and communicate, and you know, have a lot of sex. And then the Aldani were their enemies, and they had the whole revolution so we all know that happened right so remember i mentioned that they were in one of those books they met these guys who kind of look like the rock or something like that so this series is mates of the kaluma so the kaluma are also on corin which is the same island as the Drixonians, but is a corin or torn it's one of them anyways so but they're their own like people and they have their own like cultures and they live on like you know on these rocks and they have ropes that they use to climb up and down it's it's cool um but like they're different they're not blue skin they're like bronze skilled so like think of um who's that wrestler the Samoan wrestler think of that dude okay um yeah think of that dude but with white hair like that's how they are so they're big they're handsome they got big dicks you know they do that all that kind of stuff right so this book is about bosa he's from the kaluma and he's like he's a hired sort of hitman and he is looking for this human who he who he believed was like betraying her race by helping um one of these alien races kidnap human women and he's like she's trash she's filth blah 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 but like he meets her and he's like you know i don't kind of feel like she's an evil mastermind like you know okay they're paying me whatever let me just do my fucking job so i can go home and obviously it's not even that close to that story she actually was like she had been kidnapped and had been sold but then she escaped and she's basically been on the run since then but she's also been sort of like trying to destroy their con their their um their truck their not their trucks they're like um ships that they used to to um kidnap these women so she's trying to hit them like where it actually is gonna hurt them right and that's mm-hmm. why they're after that's why 
friends is after her because he's like, fuck, this bitch keeps like blowing up my ships. How am I supposed to get my human cargo? And so he gives them to her thinking like it's, it's this alliance, this, you know, very legal political thing. It's not because the dude that who does work for the government was selling her to friends and like basically it was like a double kind of cross kind of thing. So he saves her and they basically are on the run because now they have like these government officials looking for them. And but she's like, no, we have to compute complete this mission. You know, it's his biggest, you know, his his biggest score. We have to like blow up his fucking ship. And all this time, you know, like they're slowly falling in love. And I liked it because it was different. Like literally start with her in this random like alien bar listening to like overhearing people and she's wearing this like costume to mask her for, so people don't see that she's a human they think she's like another type of alien that nobody cares about um so it, it was really good because these are fully formed characters and you got more of the world and like it was more than just i've been abducted i need someone to save me while I save you kind of thing. Like it was a, like its own standout story in that sense. And I was like really interested. Like I was reading this, like I want to know what's going to happen next. And that's like, good. it wasn't, it wasn't instamating either. So they do have like some things that trigger it. Like, so basically you get visions at the beginning, which I thought was a very cool idea. Well, so when you meet your mate, whatever you start to get visions and whatever you have in these dreams are like hints of what's to come. So you have to kind of use it as an indication of what you need to do, right? And then, like, it's triggered, obviously, when they come in you because, you know, why not? And so, you know, she has those visions and then, like, they, like, it's not, like, this big whole thing where, like, they're fake feminists. He's, like, you know, women are great and all, but, like, I'm not gonna, like, let you ruin my life, like, or run my life or anything like that. Like, we have equal society, like, equal parts of society. It's not that fake feminist shit that the Drixonians are doing and Ryzen been doing. It's none of that, okay? Because you know what? As nice as it sounds, it's just not realistic. I'm sorry. Like, I just could not, like, I could not buy it. Like, she's all, every time you're like, she's all that. I was like, she is all, yes, I get it, guys. I get it. But also, I don't buy it. So I actually liked this one <laughs> a little bit better because I thought it was, like, more realistic, you know? Like, um, it wasn't so heavy-handed, I think. Like, we respect people who deserve respect. If you don't deserve respect, you don't get respect. Like, hello. Um, and so, you know, they do blow, blow up this thing, and then she starts, like, the Kaluma can do this weird thing where they can, like, blank out, which is basically they completely submerge with their background. So you can't see them at all. And she starts doing it because they've mated. Okay, so about, about the mating. <clears throat> so, this man, this just have a big dick. He has like a mushroom top at the top of it and it spins and vibrates. Of course it does. Uh, I was like, oh, of course it does. His dick's a vibrator. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, what? there's another one that was like that that we read. I forget which one. But yeah, of course. Like, you know, I mean, I to this day, I still think the one where I read where there was, where he had three dicks was three dicks in one was the one for me and i think that was the tentacle one i actually don't remember but i mean nothing yeah, has at that point that, can you even count nothing is <laughs> nothing has beaten this nothing has beaten that to this day because it was like you know he had a main dick and then he had a little dick that was sucking on her clit and then another dick that the urethra um thingy the urethra fuck but anyways continue about the dick yeah, well, I mean, that was basically it. Because I was just like, oh, okay, so they've already beaten the Drixonians in many regards. Because, I mean, they just got a big dick. They are 
we're not doing anything else here, okay? Um, but yeah, I actually really like the story because then you know they That's got good. to they got to safety and now she's staying with him in his village and there's actually women here so like that's another difference there are kuluma women so i'm expecting that we'll probably get maybe a story with a kuluma woman maybe in a human male or you know kuluma on kuluma action i don't know but with the whole jacksonians they had no women so literally this was their only chance you know like this is all they had but like the Klumas feel like a real society, so I'm actually really excited to see to read the rest of the books in there because they. Were I like really that. I like that. I like that yeah. for you. Yeah, finally it's making sense. It's coming together. But that's yeah. So I have just been reading a lot of fan fiction, guys. So that's that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, not we're we're not here to shame Nat because I too have only read like two books. Um, but in my defense. It wasn't because I was reading fan fiction. It was because I was watching Real Housewives. Uh. Everything. Everything. Yes. <laughs> but <clears throat> I did read two books. Um, the first one, there's not really much to say about it, but I did read I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette oh, McCurdy. Um And so I guess I can, I'll just read the description for people. But for people who don't know, this is basically Jeanette McCurdy. She's from iCarly. um, And, you know, she's a famous child actress. Well, she's more famously from iCarly because she was in a lot of other stuff, um, which I found out via her book, actually. But um, famously from iCarly and Sam and Cat. And so she wrote a book and it's called... I'm glad my mom died, which actually I, after I read it, um, I also did a little, you know, a little deep dive into her, um, where you found that like I, she actually did like a one woman show, a one woman play about this actually. Um, but it, she did it right during COVID. So it never got to like run on like off Broadway, like it would have, but anyways, so, um, I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, and I'm just going to read everything that is here. A heartbreaking and hilarious memoir by iCarly and Sam and Cat star Jeanette McCurdy about her struggles as a form- former child actor, including eating disorders, addiction, a complicated relationship with her overbearing mother, and how she retook control of her life. Jeanette McCurdy was six years old when she had first she had her first acting audition. Her Mother's dream was for her only daughter to become a star, and Jeanette would do anything to make her mother happy. So she went along with what mom called calorie restriction, eating little and weighing herself five times a day. She endured extensive at-home makeovers while while mom chided, your eyelashes are invisible, okay? You think the Dakota Fanning doesn't tint hers? She was even showered by mom until age 16 while sharing her diaries, emails, and all her income. Um, and I'm not going to read the rest, but basically it was a really hard story to read. Like she's actually a fantastic writer, which she actually tells you in the book. Um, she says, you know, well, she doesn't say I'm a fantastic writer, but she tells you that she tells you that she prefers, um, writing to acting. And it's really, it is such like a, I cried. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I actually cried that because it was it was very very like heartbreaking you know um i gave it five stars obviously um just hearing the things that like just i just like you just understand the complicated relationship between a mother and her daughter so she's like the only daughter in her family right and she had like her two 
um, older siblings. And, like, she starts the, the, the novel off basically with her mom being in the hospital, like, in a coma-ish of some sort. And, like, everyone's trying to get the mom to wake up. And then she's like, you know, I leaned over and I said, Mom, I finally achieved my goal weight. And she was like, that's what I thought would have woken her up, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because everybody else was so blah, blah, blah. But her mom basically has cancer. And, like, you found out, like, she, her mom, she um, she always wanted to be, like, an actress. And she never got that. So she poured everything into Jeanette, you know? And then Jeanette is, like, trying to appease her. And they were, like, they were also a Mormon family. So there's also that. And, like, her dealing with her sexuality and not being attracted to people the way she should have. And, like, she was, like, how she... It was a very, you could tell, like, it was a very raw and, like, real, like, view of her life, you know? And, like, I feel so, like, I I, I feel so bad for her. And, like, I like that, like, even when she was writing, she was saying, you know, do I sound bitter? I probably am bitter. And I will admit to being bitter, but, like, this is, these are just things that I grew up with. Like, these are, this is the way I was grown up. Like, she was saying that, you know, Ariana got to, like miss episodes while filming while she couldn't while she couldn't because she was the bigger star and stuff like that and like even when she like thought she moved out like your her mom was literally giving her like breast and vaginal vaginal exams up until she was 16 years old like like forcing the kids to like bathe with her so you can tell that like her mom definitely suffered from some type of mental illness too yeah but it was probably not like you know but no it was a really really great book five out of five as um and then i read um 12 dates of christmas by rilsey adams you know rilsey my girl i read almost everything that she adds right now i'm pasting myself because i realized that there's probably only like six books in her catalog that i haven't read yet so i'm like oh i should probably wait a little <laughs> but um we bought it back so my favorite thing about rilsey is she is Caribbean to the bone. I just really enjoy reading her books. Even when... So, I, this is definitely the lowest I've rated a book by her. Um, simply because I did not... I wasn't really a big fan of our main character. She was kind of annoying. But I also was won over by mention, the mentions of Caribbean culture. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So anyways, 12 Dates of Christmas by Rilsey Adams. It's Love on the Rock, book one. Rashad Cole and Zia Ralph weren't just friends. They were friends plus. Friends plus fondness. Friends plus undeniable chemistry. Friends plus passion. Zia cuts off their friendship unexpectedly and six years fly by. After an unexpected meeting, Rashad wants a chance to convince Zia that although they had been good as friends, they would make better lovers. Can these 12 dates throughout Christmas convince Zia to give their love a chance? Or will Rashad spend another Christmas without her by his side? Okay, so... See, when I read that, I'm think you're think you're not thinking, oh, they already were in a situation before. You know what I'm saying? Uh no. It sounds like they were like like they were maybe on the cusp of something, but never quite got there before things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, all right. So we start the book, and you're introduced to Zia, who's working at the immigrant like she works at an airport and she's like basically an immigration officer so you know those people that when you come when you fly in and they're like 
where are you coming from? Who are you visiting? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's that person. And that's when, and then she, she is going through a, a breakup situation-ish of type. And she, when she, like, looks up to check somebody in, it turns out that it's Rashad. And then she's like, wow, she hasn't seen him in so long. And then, you know, she flashes back. She was like, you know, since the six years that we stopped being friends, she's seen him twice. Like, the first time was at his father's funeral, and he begged her to stay. And she was like, no, no, sir, not me. I'm not staying. Fuck you. Um, and then, <laughs> and then um, she also, like, after that, the second time was at, like, some event, and she, like, hid and pretended that it wasn't him or whatever. Um, and so... She was just like, like when they saw each other, they were just like, hey, hey, bye, bye. You know, nothing, no conversation. She gets home. He gets home and he's like, oh, she still looks fine as fuck. Like, that's the girl I wanted. Like, she's the one for me. I just wish she would let me be the one. But you know what I'm saying? And she is like, oh, um, he looks fine still, but like, it's best if we're not together, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And when she gets home, her ex is there, and he's like, yo, you're pussy trash, that's why I cheated, blah, 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 and so then, you know, she was like, I just missed my, she was like, I've missed my best friend, it's been so long, and so she texts him to come over, and he comes over, and then they fuck, and then she kicks him out, because she feels, like, embarrassed or whatever, and then he, like, is at his, is at, like, his house talking about the situation, blah, 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 so then, when she comes over, when she comes to, like, an event that's at his um, place, and he takes her away to, so that they can have a conversation, and she's just, she's like, oh, I don't want to be with you, blah, 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 and he was like, she was like, you know, when we had our situation, which is when we found out, like, that they were, like, sleeping together a lot in the past, actually, and I was like, oh, but also, the age is what kind of tripped me out, because they say she's 30, and then he mentions that the last time he saw her was 24. But then they were sleeping together. But then they slept together at 18. And it was implied that they slept together more than once up to that point of them, be, of them being 24. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't get it. I, I also don't understand, like, why... Like, it doesn't seem like there's a real reason that she just ghosted this man. So I don't know. Oh, like, don't, don't, oh girl. Girl. Okay. Girl. Girl. <laughs> that is that is the problem with this fucking book. Okay. Yeah, you are correct. I Up to now, I don't know why she left him the first time. I, I, I'm very confused. Cause she, so what she explains it is that she thought that their friendship was becoming more sex than friendship, even though she was his, he, he was her best friend. And I'm like, he's your best, if he's your best friend, you can very easily talk to him and be like, hey. But she was like, she thought that would ruin the friendship if she asked for more. But I'm like, but you choosing to ditch him for six years, did that not ruin the friendship? Which is what her friend like, called her out on. Yeah, I think that it ruined it more than anything that she, uh, she believes that, he would have done or would have happened to them just yeah i mean it really if the story really came down to the fact that she um is a coward and she's just like instead of living in the moment and being like we are together we're here she thinks oh so like you know her whole thing when she broke when she um ghosted him or whatever for six six years ago was that she didn't want to ruin like she didn't want to ruin their friendship but then you guys stop being friends for six years it's bullshit so eventually right you know 
she, she agrees to let him take her on the 12 dates to show that, you know, they can date. They, and then he was like, you know, no sex on these 12 dates or whatever. And he, they did cute things. He, like, made her, like, made her watch all her favorite movies. She was like, wow, we haven't spoken in, like, six years. And I mentioned these movies offhanded when I was, like, 14 and he still remembers it type thing, you know? And they did like um christmas decorating together and all that stuff and it was it was cute like you know they, they went on cute little fun dates or whatever but once again on like the final date where he's literally preparing a promise ring for her because he's from the he lives in maryland right now right mm. um okay. and she lives in antigua so um her brother's girlfriend looks at her and was like oh you're the famous dia who has this man up in a twist and all that stuff and she was like she was like you just like you had you left him six years ago and he still came back just wanting to be with you like what's the deal like did i get the wrong brother like you know basically just being a bitch and then she was just like like are you going to move to the states or but she was like but it doesn't even matter if you move to the states because he's the type that would leave the states to come live with you and then she takes that and starts panicking and she's like oh my god i can't let him do that and so Mm -hmm. then she's like when she's so she's supposed to so this is the 12th date right and she's supposed to tell him whether she wants to be with him or not and then she's like we can't be together we just don't work blah 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 and he's like what the fuck and so he's just like you know what forget it and he's just like well what as you wish and he just leaves the ring and like storms out and she's like crying and she's like oh i'm so sad and they don't speak for like three days and i'm just like but this is your doing you didn't even yeah. talk to this man so then she's on the phone with her mom and i'm like, I'm like yeah her mom talked some sense into her because her mom was like so what did he say she was like you know i just didn't want him to give up his career to be with me and all that stuff and so she was like so what did he say when you explained this to him and then she was like oh i never did and then the mom's like what <laughs> you're such an idiot she was like she was like you don't even know what this man wanted to do you she was like you broke up with him because under because you're a coward she literally cussed that girl out and i was like yeah cuss her out because she's stupid and so she like you know after the mom talked some sense into her she basically brought like she ends up like bribing her way through security and immigration and all of that so that she could get on the plane that he was on and then she like was like i'm so sorry like you know the reason why i told you this was because i didn't want you to leave your like life in maryland to come to be with me and blah 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 and then he was like she was like i don't want you to quit your job to come move back here and she was like and i don't think i want to migrate over there and blah 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 and then he was like um first of all if this is the reason you could have just said that because my job i work from home i like i can work remote like it's flexible hours like this is stupid um yeah because she should have known that too right like he works remote like what are you even talking about (laughs) well he doesn't work remote but because he was just there for the holidays but he's saying that he has the option of working remote if Mm -hmm. he wanted because he's like so she was just like oh you know i'm sorry like i let my fear get in the way of us and blah 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 then i made up and i was like i mean granted obviously you know i could picture a cute little um halloween not halloween um cute little christmas special but i was just like this bitch you caused all this problem girl like there was like you could have been happy with this man for the last six years you ruined nothing for no reason because it it was very clear that you two love each other and wanted to be with each other like just open your mouth and communicate like i hate miscommunication so much and so i it's only three stars for me sadly um 
you know, because I just couldn't, like, Zia was just getting on my nerves. But, yeah. So, yeah, three stars. Three out of five. But that's okay. it for me. So, that's it for books. Yeah. Topic! I mean, or rather, it's not a topic, right? It's, we're no. doing some fun stuff. Something fun! Yes! So, um, mm-hmm. we both enjoy Reads with Cindy, or with Cindy as she's called now. And she rated some tropes that her subscribers had sent to her. And I was like, this looks like fun. Because it's all like... Nat finally watched that video. Do you know how long that video's been up, by the way? (laughs) So, but these are all like the kinkiest ones. Because these are the ones that her fans sent her. So... We are going to... I mean, to... I don't think they're all kinky. Well, well they're not like the kinkiest are. ones. Yeah, some of them are. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go through. So I... Yeah, actually, like, some of these sure. I have to look up because I don't actually know what some of these things what, are. What but, yeah. Well, we can look it up when we get there. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So let's start. We start with nodding. Where are you putting nodding? Wait, 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 you or have to tell or okay, should first. we... Wait. Should we... Should we sort them first... And then no. read out them no, no, or no. just sort it as we go? Sort it as we go. Okay. All right. So, so here's the, the tiers. Yes, yes. You go. The tiers. So top tier, love it. Second, best, like it. Third, sure. Fourth, depends on execution. And fifth, not my thing. Okay. So let's start with knotting. And if you don't know what knotting is, <laughs> it's a very popular in um abo the alpha omega verse where the penis <coughs> gets enlarged while in the woman or men or whomever and you can't do it for like a couple of minutes i think so, yeah because it gets locked because like in 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 the counterpart so in the omega they will have like a lock and it like they like lock in place or whatever so yeah it's supposed to keep the um sperm there so that you can yeah. conceive. that's like the like yeah. it actually occurs in the wild so that's like its actual purpose um yeah. i'm gonna say sure because yeah that's where i, I put it too i said sure <laughs> like i don't like it's fine like yeah. it's not like i don't like i don't mind it but i don't love yeah. it like it's sure it's just a sure yeah. it's like fine if it's there yeah if it's there exactly heat so is it like it's hot no, he is what it's the same. So a okay, same A B O G whatever. Oh, you're in your heat. Ah. Yeah, when when the omegas typically go into heat and they need to get they need to fuck all over the place and whatever, yeah. like you know. So yeah. I mean, once again, that's a short for me. Like it's not like it's not like a like it love it. It's it's just a short. Like if it's there, it's fine. If you're reading um, the you, Alpha Omega verse book something like if you're reading that category, these are things. That yeah, are it's there. It yeah, is, it is what it is. Same with nesting, actually. So I'm gonna yeah, nesting short. is the same thing. Yeah, sure. Um, Mpreg. Honestly, not my thing. Not my thing either. I'm sorry. I like. I was like. I felt kind of bad put it there. But I did not. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Was this one 50 guys and one girl? I mean, you already know I'd be reading the reverse, reverse harem shit, but it's not like a like it or anything like that. So I'm going to put it in short because it's not like a... I don't really love them. I don't know. Because like once... You know, uh, should I say depends on execution, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 
it's not my thing i'll be very honest um i don't really like harem things anyways but i i just i don't believe in sharing i don't think sharing is actually caring so it's not my yeah see and i (laughs) i'm like for me it's the selfishness of it where i don't want to share my partners but i want multiple partners so (laughs) (laughs) so that's why for me it really does depend on execution because like I've read, like, really terrible reverse harem books. And, like, once again, it depends on execution. Like, I don't like the not like other girls with her five men, whatever. We'll see. Once it depends on execution. Actually, no, we're going to go with sure. We're going to okay. go with sure because I do read a lot of reverse harems. Okay, accidental baby acquisition. So is that the case of, like, the baby, you get, like, a baby? And you have to or you it. get accidentally yeah. pregnant? No, no. Oh, so you get a baby, you have to take care of it. Somebody leaves it on the doorstep or some shit, you know, and you have to take care of it. Um, Depends on the execution. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go on the execution as well. Yeah, because there's really only two books slash movies, really, that I've seen that I really like it. Like, you know, Life As We Know It with Catherine Heigl. Um, That's such a good once it, it really depends on the execution for me with yeah. that trope because it can get so irritating so quickly. Yeah, and I don't really like babies and things. I think I don't like it. So <laughs> it really, I can only think of that same and like a Vegeta comic strip that I've seen. So exactly, like same. Okay. So okay, AI. So is that, so what is it? It's like AI meaning like a science um like cyber world or AI meaning that like people fuck a robot. Like what do you what what are we saying here? Um, I don't know. Let me let me just g- quickly Google AI trope in um fan fiction. Um <laughs> Wow guys, we're losing our touch. We don't know what the youngins are doing nowadays. Yeah, like, just doing a bit too much, I think. Uh, <laughs> so that's probably why um let's see so characters and words are playing the, the, the i don't mean she's always off what is an underage trope that doesn't get used enough um yeah i don't know what it means actually i'm gonna say maybe it's like your so it's the idea that some kind of artificial intelligence may supplement hum- humankind as the dominant intelligent species on the planet um so uh i guess depends on i guess like is that like sci- i don't know we're gonna because we because it's very unclear what this trope is we're gonna go with not my thing because i don't know what it is yeah i don't know what it is. like it's very unclear what this trope is so that's why i'm putting it in not my thing if anybody can really explain to me what this trope is because who knows i may have read it but like i don't understand what it is like they should have probably been a little bit more you know about it about that yeah yeah Okay, oh, wait, so the wait, next wait, one wait, is wait, 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 wait. I'm on what? um I'm on the Cindy video where she describes it like what it is. So basically, um, let's see. Okay, so I guess Cindy's understanding is that they're fucking robots. Um, not my thing. <clears throat> it depends on the execution. Cause as I said, in Edo she falls in love with this robot man and it kind of works for me but i don't know how it works so i'm gonna put it in depends i i'm i hate i hate artificial like i hate like stories of people falling in love with robots or vice versa or like humans with because i just it's just not like it's never it never gives me any type of satisfaction of how 
this robot gets feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different if it's in a world of where the world is robots and these robots are established with feelings and stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. if this is a straight-up, like, oh, this is a robot, there's no human feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird. So I'm just going to go with not my thing because I, like I can't recall... Right? Yeah, like, I, I just, I can't recall anything where I really, like, like, even, and I've watched, like, you know, Not My Real, but Absolute Boyfriend, all this stuff, and I've, I've always just been, like, this is stupid at the, by the end of it, so. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm gonna go by your, your, what you're saying there, and I'm gonna go not with my thing, too, because the ones that I have liked, like, Battlestar Galactica, like, every ship, basically, um, is, like, humanoid robots that feel yeah exactly and that makes sense like if it's like a yeah vastly different if it's like a humanoid robot in like that type of world where these um objects have feelings and all that stuff as opposed to if a human is falling in love with a robot like what no anyways (laughs) animal turned human shifter right love it love it i love i love reading the shifter i love reading the good shifter romance Absolutely. Um, bondage. Okay. If this was like a couple years ago, I would say love it, right? But now it's just so overused in everything now that I'm just like, eh, sure. If it's there, it's there. But I'm not actively seeking any type of those stories. It's not my thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not like I, I don't really like get it, to be honest. It depends. But, you know. Like for me, it really depends. Like, it depends. So, like, you know, BDSM is, like, a huge thing. There are certain things that, like, you know, like, I like, like, the idea of, like, ropes and, like, you know, using, like, um, like, you know, having, like, being bound with, like, blindfold and, like, just having your senses and stuff like that. But, you know, for me, those are, like, the, the, the things that I like. But then they have, like, you know, the ki- the piss kinks and all that stuff. Right? You know, I'm going to put it on depends on execution, actually, now that I think about it. Because, like, <laughs> then they'll have, like, yes. the, the people pissing on each other and all that stuff. And, like, I am not a degradation girly. I'm sorry. That's just not me. I'm not kink shaming anybody who that's you, but not a degradation girly. Um, and... Because, like, you know, once again, there's devil's degradation. Like, you know, like a good, like, oh, you're my pretty little slut or whatever. It's fine. But you're not going to tell me to go on the floor and you want to see me cry. And you're not doing that to me. I'm sorry. I'm just not that girl. But good <laughs> to you if you're that girl. That's just not me. Not All right. Me Billionaire and naive girl. Not my thing. <clears throat> I, I just hate it. I um, like billionaire romances, like but... Mm-hmm. the girl can't be stupid she can't that's be naive thing. yeah that's it but you know what i'm gonna go with depends on the execution it depends on like, yeah let's like do that have, depends on execution yeah i feel like i have but here's like, the th- no well well if they say if i don't know though i don't know if i've ever liked any naive girl yeah so i'm gonna go with not my thing because i do like billionaire romance but i've never liked a naive girl I've never liked a naive like, girl. Like, how do you define, like, a naive girl? Because, I mean, we're going automatically with stupid, but that's not... Naive doesn't mean stupid. Like, you just... Because Well, okay, not stupid, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, not stupid, but, like... Better. Like, it depends, too. It depends on if that character, as they If that character gets better. gets better. Yes. That is the difference. 
so that's why I think like for me it could work if she actually like learns from her environment and becomes a better see when I think of when I think of the trope of a billionaire naive girl you think of the blueprint of this which is 50 shades of gray and that is what this trope (laughs) is and so that's why it's not my thing because that's no like Every time there's a billionaire and a naive girl like thing, that's the 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 trope exists because of Fifty Shades of Grey, and so that's why it's not my thing. Like billionaire and any other type of girl, like is fine, but the naive girl, I'm just thinking of like an Anastasia Steele, and that's what runs the trope. So it's gonna be not my thing. Okay. I'm uh, bodyguard. So bodyguard. Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it's a short, like, I'm not, like, a, I'm not opposed to it. But also, once again, there's probably, like, only two bodyguard romances that I actually, like. That, the bodyguard. Exactly. <laughs> that's, what I, what is, that's exactly what I was going to say. But, yeah. Um, bully. Contrary to the popular no, belief, it is I'm not my thing. You're going to put it in love it because you lose love you some bullying romance. Um, Contrary to popular I I do. I'm gonna admit. I like no, 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 but no, no, no. There's difference though because you yes. you gotta think. You gotta think when they're saying bully in these tropes, they're talking about them like reverse harem bullying. They're not talking about like a a banter loving room, um, like a banter in between the leads, enemies, celebrities type shit. They're not talking about us. They're talking about where these people are at school and these people are literally like attempted murdering them is what they're talking about when well, you talk I about mean, bullying as a trope i i grew up on gundam wing and literally mm-hmm. Rilina invites hero to her party he rips her invitation in front of her and says i will kill you so i don't know like does that <laughs> kind of fit it <laughs> yeah it could well i mean yeah no because well does he try to kill her though he attempts some other times, yes. He just can't do it because he likes her, but yes. Okay. Yeah, then it will go. Um, For me, it's not my thing, contrary to popular relief. Even though I've read a million and one bully romances, I don't know. I just, I know what I like with my men, and I don't like when my men try to bully me. Like I said, I don't have a degradation kink, so. Yeah, that's true. I put it in sure because, like, some relationships, you know, come out of things like this. Like, ghoul. And Suleta, he tried to fight her many times, and this, and when she beat his ass, she said he he asked her to marry him. So like clearly he is kind of a bully, and it was really working for me. So hey, I'm gonna put it in yeah, sure. Go in sure. But plugs. You know, I'm gonna put it in sure because I don't. It's it's not a love or a like, but I don't mind it if I see it. So we're gonna go in sure. Notice that. In my fanfiction journey, a lot of like slash male fanfiction has butt plugs in there automatically. I don't know if that's like a thing or women assume it's a thing, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. a sure thing. It's not, it's like so, like it's been so a part of that that I'm just gonna put it in there. Um, cardiophilia, what the hell is that? Cardiophilia, look it up. I don't know either. I'm gonna, I, I don't know. Oh, is is it like is that like when the choking and they come and like they're getting choked? Is that what it is? Cardiophiles are people who are quite simply in love with hearts. 
They enjoy it in are aroused by the sight, sound, and or feeling of the heartbeat. Oh. Or the what? heart. This is, that's so weird. That is so weird. I'm going to go with not that's my thing. Very, not my thing. I've never I don't know what it heard of it I've never, like, yeah, same. Ugh, weird. Okay. Um, okay. Daddy, mommy, mommy issues. Not my I thing. mean, not my thing. it's not my thing, but like it's in like everything. So it's like literally like almost every other book, there's either a mommy issue or a daddy issue, but it's not my thing. Like I would like people, I like people with sense in case you guys haven't thought. I'm very judgmental, clearly. Um, <laughs> doctor and nurse. So like this, it's set in like a doctor nurse environment is what they're saying, right? I'm assuming that's what that is. Yeah. That you're okay. Kind of we're like, going to go with sure. Like it's like a Grey's Anatomy like, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we'll go with sure. Because like it's not like, I've not read much with that trope but i watch a lot of like doctor shows so yeah no, you know I, agree. I mean i watched a lot of Grey's anatomy in my days so mm-hmm. you know people like doing it in like the nurse's station hey mm-hmm. that was kind of hot so yeah, yeah. okay domesticity love it i'm just this is i'm just assuming i'm I'm categorizing domesticity with like roommate, cohabitation, all that shit, and I love that. I eat that shit up every time. Like, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, me too. I like it. It's it's cute. It's it's like you want them to have like those domestic moments, you know, like those moments yeah. just them chilling, whatever. Okay, so I actually did double check, and doctor and nurse is like doctor and nurse slash injured. So it's not them fucking each other; it's them fucking the patient. What? So that's for doctor and nurse. Oh. Yeah. Oh no no no! I know what it is now. No no okay. no no! Now that you okay. say it, it makes sense. No, okay. it's they're basically saying, which also this is a little bit sexist, but they're saying it's when like one person in the couple gets injured and the other person has to like take care of them. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Sexist. Okay, I get that. Okay, I like it. I like that. I like it. I'm going to move it to like it. I don't love it, but I like it. I do like when that happens. Because, you know, you get to see, like, cute little moments when that happens. Yeah, I think hilarity can ensue, too. So I'm going to put that yeah. in like it. Okay. Okay. Not Because so, um, once you yeah. said, because once you said slash injured, I was like, oh, that's what that means then. That's when it came to me. All right. Flower shop and tattoo artist. What is that? Is that like, so, is that like, it's... so my interpretation would be like, it's it's flower shop into two artists, which this sounds so weird to say, but I'm my immediate thought is like a bad boy, good like good girl romance, you know? Yeah, that's um, what so- that trope kind of seems like to me, like because you know flower shop, you're thinking like someone who's like very sweet okay. and blah 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 yeah. yeah and then the tattoo artist is like you know a little bit rougher around the edges that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking that means like yes bad girl. so, so I'm, that's I'm, kind of the relationship yeah that's the trope yeah oh wow look at me i'm so smart guys look at me Parking schools and all. we're gonna put it in depends on execution yeah i mean it kind of like i know that grumpy and sunshine is already in here but it's giving me grumpy and sunshine but like specific type of grumpy and sunshine so i'm gonna put it in sure it i you know i'm gonna put it in depends on execution and 
since since you mentioned Grumpy and Sunshine, which is already there, that's also depends on execution for me as yeah. well. That's a sure for me. I do really like me a Sundary and like a bright girl. So, you know, or like opposite, you know, gender or whatever. Or whatever. Whatever you rocks your yeah, For me, like it depends that. on it depends on the execution. <laughs> um just because like I'm not re- why? No, why are you laughing? Like I'm, I'm sorry, just, no, I'm, I'm laughing not... because of the next one. I'm sorry. I I just oh, realized what the next one Yeah, is. <laughs> so I'm not into like I like characters that are like once again, with the grumpy and sunshine trope, if it's the woman that's the grump, I'm eating it up. Like, I will yeah. read it every single time. For if it's the other way around, it really, 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 truly depends on the actor, the storyline. It just, it really, really depends on how it's executed for me. Because to me, you can go really over top with a sunshine girl. And I... I'm just not a sunshine girl. So when yeah. I see the over-the-top sunshine girls, it just doesn't work for me. So that's why I say it depends on execution as well. All right. Foot-long dick. You know what? We're going to go with sure. I mean... Because here's the thing. If you read yeah. a lot of romance and you watch a lot of romance, it's everywhere. Like, these men never have regular-sized dicks. Sounds Am silly. I wrong? Yeah, you're right. But also... Okay, like- I don't... I feel like you need to say it or I'm just or like I mean I assume it's gonna be the case anyways but I don't mind a little bit of description so I'm gonna go with like it so I'll put it there <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it in short because like you know it's always there like it's literally in every like everybody got like a big anaconda that can't fit but somehow fits <laughs> and I was like how is how is that going to fit me oh it like did. you read the monster <laughs> romances it's like Oh, this senator, this minotaur dick fits in her. Like it, it's a short for me. Okay, I don't know what Hana Haki is. Uh, so it's a fictional disease where the victim of unrequited or one-sided love begins to vomit or cough up the petals and flowers of a flowering plant growing in their lungs, which will eventually grow large enough to render breathing impossible. Anyway, so... it's not my thing because I don't know what the fuck that is. So apparently it came about in anime, which is makes sense when you think about it. Of course, it's a, yeah, it sounds like something that would come along in anime. <laughs> yeah, so it has to be cured through surgical removal of the plant's roots in your um, body. I don't understand why that's a thing that exists, but okay, it's not my thing either. So let's <laughs> healthy relationship, love it. <laughs> love it we stand healthy relationships in this house always yes fake fake incest incest. oh my god not my thing so is that like you were raised okay yes here's my thing it's like every actually let's go with depends on execution that's what i was gonna go with actually yeah because because there are some cases where where Uh it's like yeah that's what i was gonna say there are some cases where it's like you know, it, it yeah, it depends on execution. Because there, there's, like, one or two that I can think of where, you know, they were technically grown together. But, you know, because in those cases, it's more like a, oh, here's this best friend to lover situation. It gets weird if they call them, like, oh, you, my my brother, my sister. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, it, that's when it gets weird. But, yeah. Or when you anyways. call the same person dad or mom. That's when it gets weird. Yeah. 
But if they're alive, like, but as long as they say, as long as they say like auntie and uncle, you know yeah. that that's that's the line right there. As long as you're not calling <laughs> the same people, as long as you weren't growing up from you were young calling them mommy and daddy together, yeah, yeah that's weird. That's that's yeah. the line. And All as right, long as I can, I can do, as long as the whole story is not hinging on that being the main trope, that's yeah. Fine. Like it has to just be a side thing that just happens, you know? Like it's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. Killing to lo- killer to lovers. So I guess that's enemies to lovers, right? Obviously. Um, yeah. Like it, I guess. Yeah. But I I because like, like the thing is I I know this is so I know I, I can you believe? But enemies to lovers for me, I will read a good enemies to lover book. Um, I don't put it in depends on execution because I do enjoy the trope in general. Um, and mm-hmm. I will read it most of the times as if you advertise it as such i'll still read it but there's been a lot of hits and miss within that trope you know yes absolutely and i think too like i feel like people go past what you can come back from (laughs) i think a lot of times it's like okay we can do you know bully even like with bullying or like killer lovers and enemies lovers all that kind of stuff like there are lateral lines that you cannot pass on like on the sand you know, like, there's certain things you cannot re- be redeemed from, like, in my opinion. From, so, yeah. I think that's I agree. the problem. Yeah. Okay, so, I, I so the like next one. Mafia. Yeah, mine is like it as well. Next one is Mafia. You know, here's the thing. I, I'm going to put it in not my thing. I've read Mafia books, but I just, there's just never, there's no Mafia book that I like. Not one. And I try and I try and I try and I don't understand why it's so popular as a genre. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna put it in not my thing. I mean, I don't mind reading them, but I've, as as yeah. you said, there's not. I'm I can't think of one that's so amazing that you know it it made me a fan of the genre. I just haven't read yeah. read anything like that. So okay, <laughs> monster. You know what? I can't lie. I gotta put that in love it because I'd be me reading too. all the monster. <laughs> me too. I like honestly. I didn't even say anything because I'm like I just moved it casually up to love it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't lie. I mean, at this point, our entire podcast has been us reading monster. Like, you know what? A good monster book is just amazing. All right. What is Omarashi? I did look it up. I really wish I didn't. I really wish I didn't know what this was. So, it's popular also in Japan, to give you an idea. In which participants experience arousal from having a full bladder or wetting themselves, wearing a diaper, or oh no 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 no, no thank else. you! I don't need to hear anymore. I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> Not my thing. I don't need to hear anymore. That's it. Oops, good. I We're good. So, are you like? Uh, I don't like clumsy bitches. I'm sorry. Okay, oops, I fell. Is it, that's just like the whole trip and fall and into people's arms thing, right? I don't like. Yeah, it. I I believe so. I mean, it's fine. It's it's sure. It is what yeah. it is. Like right. I watch, you watch everything. So yeah, because like if you watch, you watch a lot of K, you watch a lot of Asian dramas. That's a trope that is prevalent everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, pining but unrequited. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It. Here's the thing. Pining, yes. Undercrowded love, yes. But you guys got to get together at the end. So if you're telling me that there's pining and there's no mutual pining, like, I don't do that. So no thank no. you. I don't like it. I don't want... I, I, I like end games. I like positive end games, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like, like, I don't want... I don't mind like, it has to be... Me- 
but it has to be mutual pining exactly exactly like you could give me all the angst the 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 bloodshed the tear all of that but they ended up together at the end of the or not like that has to be sold to boy band so does that mean like literally being sold to a boy band Oh, you are no. sold to One Direction or some shit. I don't, I'm not into slavery. See, that, so. doesn't, that doesn't work for me because the reason why Soul to Boy Band would never work for me because that is contingent on you. Okay, even unless it's like, okay, if it's not a, har- a like a harem thing, you fall in love with one of them. But like, no, yeah, no, not my thing. Because like, it, it, it's contingent on me actually liking everybody in that boy band. And I don't like every member in every boy band, so no. <laughs> um, student teacher. Okay. Um, okay. This so- is so I'm gonna say depends on execution. And the reason why I'm gonna say this is simply because it really it depends on what we are talking about. Um is are they the actual teacher's student? You know what I'm saying? Is this some is this like a... is this like a current situation like this is a current student with a with a, her teacher or his teacher or is this like a oh she was my teacher my high school teacher when she just graduated to teacher's college you know what i'm saying like it really depends on this, the execution that's yes. what i'm gonna also, say that I, because i, I mm-hmm. sorry go what no what were you gonna say Honestly, I like me a good college AU mostly because I didn't have like a normal college experience. So I kind of mm-hmm. like that. But obviously, if it's high school I, AU, I'm like not into it because that's illegal. And like, with, and also the thing with college is I only like it if it's not like, like I never, I don't like teacher student story where it, there's a direct line of power, like a direct link between mm-hmm. this teacher being this student's. Um, like they're somebody who has power over that grade or yeah like, yeah things like that yeah no I get that yeah so like I don't like so like even when a college one like I don't like if like I don't like when a college student is with her professor like if it's a different professor but in the same college that's fine to me but if it's like directly her professor I don't like it like it makes me very uncomfortable because there's like obviously a very important um power imbalance there you know yeah but that's just yeah, me personally I get it. I get um, it. um what's next next one tentacles you know what <laughs> I'm you know what lie. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm gonna say sure because <laughs> i don't turn them down i don't actively look but i don't turn it down if it pops Actually, up that's what i was about to say i don't actively look for them like i prefer different types of monsters i think ten- like these octopuses or whatever like i think they're like the bottom barrel of the monster thing for me personally mm-hmm. so i don't look for them but if it's in the story hey we're gonna it's in the it. story it's yeah fun. what's what's womp oh shoot i didn't look that up um hopefully it's not weird okay while she looks it up the next it. one after the, okay what is it a genre of fan fiction in which a character endures injury torture or other forms of physical and mental suffering so that's not for me because for why like wait like are they are they getting tortured for their lover or they're just getting tortured for fun um it seems like well angst is emotional pain whereas warmth is more physical pain okay i'm gonna go with not my thing like it seems because like to me it's reading comfort yeah to me it's reading like it's it's reading like it's um like it's um what's it called Mm mm-hmm 
um it's reading to me like it like like this person is just being shitted on for the majority of the time essentially is what it's reading to me as. yeah it feels like a bit of like degradation almost or like be like torture yeah dms thing like that's what it kind of okay so the exact variation i'm on family right now the exact definition mm-hmm. valley varies and has evolved over time essentially one involves taking a canon character and placing them in a physically painful or psychologically damaging scenario often this character is a fan favorite or maybe sometimes conferred to as a referenced as a woody so yeah it doesn't sound like it's my thing it, uh, allegedly it came from stargate sg1 i guess oh uh, yeah not my thing no thank not you thing. okay next one wings i mean it's gonna go in short because i read like so many fucking fey shit like might as well wait yeah wait wings wait wait, wait. Mind it. yeah wait is it the type of wings where are we talking like sarah j mass type wings where you know when they touch it they get all tangly whatever we're gonna put it with short because i do read fey and they often or like angel like some supernatural ones there's wings there so it's not like right yeah yeah i think for me it's depend on execution then because i don't i've said it once and i've said it a hundred times i don't find angels sexy so i don't i'm not into that at all but the fae or succubus or something like that like sometimes they have wings so i'm like yeah i'm gonna i'm still putting it in short okay and vampire i love a good vampire i love a good vampire story so it's going and love it (laughs) Okay. Okay. One, I learned too much. <laughs> okay. So let's read. So we're, here's our what's in your love it. So my love it is animal turned human, domesticity, healthy relationship, monster, and vampire. Oh my god, my love it is exactly the same. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what's in your like it? Mine is doctor, nurse, and then killer to lover. Mine is doctor, nurse, footlong dick, and killer to lover. Okay, and then my short is not in heat, nesting, 50 guys and one girl, bodyguard, butt plugs, foot long, dick, oops, I fell, tentacles, and wings. Mine is uh, nodding, heat, nesting, bodyguard, bully, butt plugs, flower shop, and tattoo artist, grumpy and sunshine, oops, I fell, in tentacles. And my depends on execution is accidental baby acquisition. Bondage, flower shop and tattoo artist, grumpy and sunshine, fake incest, student teacher. Mine is accidental baby acquisition, fake incest, study, sorry, study, student teacher and wings. And then my, not my thing. Okay, let me take a deep breath. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> Mpreg, AI, billionaire naive girl, bully, cardiophilum, daddy mommy issues, hanaki, mafia, omarashi, pining but undercrowded, sold to a boy band, and womp. Mine is Mpreg, 50 guys and one girl, AI, bondage, billionaire and naive girl, cardiophilia, daddy mommy issues, hanahaki, mafia, omarashi, sold to boy band, pining but unrequited, and womp. How much do you have in your not my thing? Because I, I think you might be a bigger hater than me. I think 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 
<laughs> yes, you're a bigger hater than me. I only have 12. Ha ha ha. I beat the hater allegations. Nat is worse than me. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah, but I, like, I have more things. I have one extra. Wait, what do you have in your like it? Two. So I have three. So I am also a bigger liker lover because no, that's one and no, more no. Yes. No, you're a bigger <laughs> hater. She's a bigger hater, guys. Because remember, sure is where I put all my ambivalent things where I'm like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. So, ha ha ha. Anyways, um, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Soja Chronicles. You can find us where else? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> on Anchor. <laughs> on Anchor at Soja Chronicles. You can email us Soja Chronicles at gmail Um, you can find me at Exo Nini P or on. Yoni one melanin slash unbothered unies. I have not done anything for the blog in years, and I love it. And Nikki has been holy shit. Tomorrow's Nikki's birthday. Um, let's not forget. But yeah, anyways. So where can they find you, Nat? I mean, you don't really have to find me, so it's fine. I I'm definitely gonna be on Social Chronicles probably on Monday, watching Bleach and live tweeting Bleach because you know Rukia is going to be on that episode. Actually, no, I'm lying. I'll be there on Tuesday because Monday's going to be really busy for me at work. But I will definitely be there um, tweeting. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can just email the Soju Chronicles one at Twitter and, or send us an email. And, you know, I likely will be the one to get back to you. Just want to <gasps> give a shout out to um, the Orohimi shooter who didn't like that I called her annoying. Shout out to you. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> bye. <laughs>